Hello and welcome to Simply Technically. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan, and Keaton is back. What's up? So, we don't have a guest this week. I guess we kind of dropped the ball, but we already know we're going to talk about Thunder stuff and just NBA in general. So, we, we pretty much know about it, but... Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook or like our page on Facebook, uh, Simply Technical. And then make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. And if you don't want to have a video feed or you want to close your app, make sure you check us out on Spotify. should be under Simply Technically or Simply Technical, sorry. Um, but make sure you follow us on all those and uh, get notifications on. Uh, we also have a Twitter at Simply Technical. Um, so make sure you follow us on those. Get updated on when all that stuff's when all our videos are going to go live or podcast. Um, and let's get into it. So I'm sure most of you heard. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is a sad day. Yeah, sad, sad day. Sad day. It's uh, what two days after the trade. Uh, today's the seventh of July, and we traded Paul George to the Clippers. So, pretty, pretty sure it completely blindsided everyone in the NBA. Yeah, there was hardly any rumors about it. Yeah, I don't even think there were any rumors about it. Um, ESPN reported that they had rumors, but they wasn't enough to confirm it. Uh, so, there was mumblings, I guess. Yeah. Um, as we know, the Thunder like to move in secret. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Presti's always dealing in silence. Yeah, he, he doesn't like... <laughs> Reminds me of Kawhi. Doesn't like to say a lot, but yeah. his actions show, you know, what he's talking about. I mean, um, so the Thunder traded Paul George to the Clippers. Uh, Kawhi actually approached Paul George <coughs> and said, "Hey, I want to play with you. Play with you back home, where back I'm home. from." Yeah. So Paul George's biggest. Uh, I guess. I guess we could start out talking about uh, making guesses as to why what made Paul George request this trade and I I think um you, you said Shams tweeted out yesterday about how um Paul George kind of had a buyer's remorse pretty much yeah. right after he signed he he always wanted to go home but obviously last year he didn't want didn't want to play with LeBron I think I think uh when you play with LeBron you are the scapegoat most of the time. So I feel like that's why Kawhi and Paul George didn't want to play with them. And then the Clippers didn't have as good of an opportunity as the the Thunder did. So he re-signed with us. And then, I mean, obviously no one likes how it ended. It really sucks to me because uh, they had so much potential. If you paid attention in uh, December and January, this team was the second best team in the league. And, I honestly thought they looked like the best team in the league, but it's unfortunate. Most people, especially these guys who are young and, and sort of, I mean, they're all emotional. So you kind of remember the last experience you had. And the last experience he had is him getting dropped by Damian Lillard. So I, I got like memed on the internet. Yeah. Memed sure. on the internet. Um, so yeah, to go along with that, he had, Shams also tweeted that he had discontent. Him and Russell both had discontent. Um, he didn't really say about what, but when I my first reaction to it was he's discontent with Russell. He's upset with Russell. They both are upset at each other. But as more reports came out, as I thought about it more, it's more discontent with the team and – Billy Donovan and which is the coach and Sam Presti, the organ. He was just discontent with the organization. So he he saw Kawhi carry a mediocre team to a championship. Yeah, I mean he he had help and the help was injuries. Yeah, but he saw him carry that and he said, "I wonder what we could do together." Kawhi reached out to first. He reached out to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant said, "No, I I want to, I want to be first fiddle, and I want to be in Brooklyn. Yeah, I want to go to the East." So, Kevin Durant, you know, went to the Nets. 
the next best player, I guess, in Kawhi's eyes besides himself is Paul George. Yeah. So he texted Paul George or called Paul George and talked to him about it and recruited him. To me, so so actually earlier I saw someone tweeting the video. It was a, an interview. It was media day for the Thunder before a training camp last year. So Paul George had already resigned, and they asked him. Um, Kawhi was just uh, he had just gotten traded to the the Raptors, so they asked him, "Oh, do you and Kawhi? Uh, do you have you talked to Kawhi about you know having an open mind and maybe resigning? Because that's that's obviously what most people thought was was." It was a potential, but the Raptors saw the Thunder's formula and thought they could uh, replicate it. And Cole, their superstar to resign. Yes, yes. And uh, Paul George sort of he like scratches his face. He he looks down. You can tell it's kind of it's kind of uncomfortable. He talks about how he's talked to Kawhi and they're actually really good friends. And then he talks about how uh, both of them want to go play in L.A. But you just got to keep they have an so open much in mind. similar. They have yeah. so much in similar. Yeah, and so. I don't and know. then he goes in more into the depth of the stereotypical answer of yeah, well, yeah. He, but I told I'm, him to keep an open mind, yeah, and yeah. consider it. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell there was they. I think this is, I mean, not necessarily been planned from the beginning, but it was an option from the beginning, and um, it. I mean, in the end, this is a lot better for the Thunder than him uh, just leaving. Paul George just going signing with the Clippers last year. So. Like like Durant, it sucks. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. But I guess we'll talk more about the trade in a bit. But so what all we got back? Uh, so we traded Paul George to the Clippers, and uh, it's not official, but it's it's pretty much taken as canon now. So the Clippers gave us their twenty twenty or their twenty twenty second pick, twenty four pick, and twenty sixth pick. So those are their own, and they're unprotected. And then they also had Miami's pick in 2021. And then they had another Miami pick, which was in 23, but it's lottery protected. Miami sent it to the Clippers, uh, and it was protected in the lottery. And then in 23 and 25, we have the rights to swap. Yeah. So for you, for those of you that don't know about pick swaps – we give so the two we either have one or the other we either have our own pick or we have the clippers pick so we decide hey the clippers have the 13th pick and we have the 28th pick we want the 20 or we don't want the 28th pick we want the clippers pick or say our pick is better we'll keep ours and they get to keep theirs so it's not the same as having both but we can still choose if we want the better of the two yeah picks and then we also got Shea Gilligas Alexander and uh, Danilio Gallinari. So Gallinari has an expiring contract. He's still a good player. He's decent. He can shoot. I mean, we got our shooter. We got our shooter, but we lost our quite shooter. a bit. We lost our shooter, our number one option. So and Shea, and I think he's a he'll be a sophomore. He'll be a second year this next year. So he was a rookie last year. He averaged. Like 10, 3, and 5, I think. Yeah, about 11, that. 3, and 5. 11, 3, and 5. So he's, you know, a salvageable player for being a rookie. I'd say I'd say you guys need to look him up. He, I think he's got legit potential. Like, the dude, he's long and athletic. He he kind of plays like Russ to me. Just but watching he's 6, him. 7, he's you 6, said? 7, yeah. And he plays point guard, but. I mean, he's literally like, I guess, Sam Presti's. Uh, his his dream. <laughs> so he also shot thirty seven percent from three, which is a lot better than Russell shot. Yeah, I say a lot better, five or six percent better, and he shot forty something percent from the floor. So, um, a pretty good rookie numbers. He only played twenty five minutes, twenty six minutes last year, or average per game, yeah, yeah average. So, so those are good averages for that amount so of time. Yeah, um, I mean, they had they had a decent point guard. Lineup. Yeah, they had Patrick yeah. Beverly, right? Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams. So, but he still got serviceable time. Yeah. The Clippers were really high on him, so it's surprising that they gave up on him, or not gave up on him, but traded him. But they knew that if they didn't get Paul George, they were not getting Kawhi. Yeah. So, I mean, they gave up a lot, but if the Clippers don't win the championship for the next 
two year or two of the next year out of their what they signed Kawhi to a four year deal. So if they don't get Kawhi and Paul George a championship in two of those years, no, I think it's, I mean, a, it's a loss. You got to look at it the exact same way we talked about the Lakers, even though with Anthony Davis, with Anthony Davis trade, even though uh, for that we we kind of bummed on the Lakers, but both of both these teams made. Uh, Trades to win championships now and kind of sacrifice their future. So, if you don't win a championship, then you bust. You it's, bust. it's not. It's not good. Um, they they gave up a lot, but if they don't, if they don't win, they lose. They that was an L. But right now, I'd see it as kind of an even trade. <laughs> I mean, they gave up a ton. Just, yeah, yeah. I, an even trade that sucks for us and puts us in a rough position in the immediate. Future, I guess. Our immediate outlook is bad, but yeah, terrible. <laughs> we have, we have, um, we still have moves to make. Yeah. So there's a lot of rumors going around about Russell. Oh, well, <laughs> well before we get into the Russell trade, we can talk about our starting lineup as of now. So if we don't trade Westbrook, we have Westbrook and Schroeder or Schroeder at the at the point guard spot. Then. At the shooting guard, we have Ferguson or Shea. Yeah. yeah. And Shea. I mean, coach's decision on which, who's going to start. And then at the three, you have Gallinari. He can play either the three or the four, either forward spot. But we have Grant. So we kind of – I mean, we want Grant to to be our starting four. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we have Gallinari and then Nader. I mean, <coughs> Nader's done well. Nader's okay. Um, for – I think we gave up like a second round pick for him, so yeah, um, he's been pretty serviceable for us. And then at the four, like I said, Jeremy Grant, who's still young, he's twenty, he's twenty three years old, twenty four years old. And then Patrick Patterson, um, who when he played for the Raptors a couple of years ago, he was good, but he's falling off. He's, he's falling off. His he shot got married, has been rough. Uh, <laughs> he got married. Uh, he's just not. He's not what he was with them, but. If he can improve, he he shot really well last year at the beginning, and then he just fell off. Yeah, um, and he's garbage at defense. So he, even though he's supposed to be a three and D four, yeah. but um, he he can switch on to perimeter players better than Adams, but not all that great. Yeah, and then at the center position, you have Adams and Noel, which all of this is subject to change because. This team. No We're in a rebuilding. Nobody's safe. No one's safe. No one. I mean, I would say Grant. Jeremy Grant, Grant, and, Grant and Ferguson are probably our two untouchables right now. Yeah. And you could even. I'd say Nerlens is untouchable since he just signed a contract. Well, I think there's some rules on that on one year deals. I think you technically have a no trade clause or something. There's yeah. something along those lines. There's some stipulations on signing a one year deal. Okay. Um, on trading him, so. Um, so let's get into these Russell Westbrook trade rumors, which I, it's in a like okay. So well, we all love Russell Westbrook. Well, most of us love Russell Westbrook, and but at this point, what is the point in keeping in keeping him? We got to go full on rebuild because if we have Russell Westbrook, we are probably a tenth seed in the West right now. As it looks, we're gonna get what like a eleventh pick. Without Russell Westbrook, I think we get a top seven pick. So, well, and we want we want the Clippers. I mean, having their picks, we want them to lose. We want them to be bad since we have their pick. But yeah, they're gonna be good. So, well, we don't have their picks for a while. So we're yeah. We're I think like, the first one. Let's see. Uh, we have Miami's pick in twenty one. So we want Miami to be bad. So that's yeah. this next year. That's yeah. this next draft. Yeah. So, we want them to be bad, but... I don't think they will be a lottery team, No, they'll especially be, in the East. Yeah. So, actually, as the lottery goes now, it's by record. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I believe it's by record. I, I, could be I didn't know that. I, I don't know. Because um, it's not by seeding in each conference. Um, so, I guess before we get into the trades, kind of jig-jogging around, but... We could still retool an option. 
It is an option. We just it's we an option, but it's maybe not the most preferable. Yeah, because Russell's unhappy. <laughs> I say unhappy. He's as Shams tweeted saying he's discontent, meaning he's upset that we're first round exiting. Him and, and George were both upset that we were first round exiting. This last year, we couldn't really do a lot. Both of them were injured. Adams was injured. Um, the team was not playing well when George got injured. So That's why it drives me nuts. Um, that he demanded trade this year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, I just think some of these guys, they don't uh, look at the big picture and they see something more attractive and they're they jumping ship. Yeah. Um, so we still could retool, trade some of those assets into... Uh, I always said Bradley Beal. I even tweeted it on my personal account, Twitter account, that we should get Bradley Beal if we want to stay relevant. <coughs> I don't think Bradley Beal's good enough. Um, I think... So Paul George is a top 10 player for sure. I think somehow you have to get another top 10 player to replace him, which is very, very, very unlikely. And uh, there's... I mean... I don't think there's any really... Besides Bradley Beal, I don't know of any stars that are really on the block or no. even no. I said acquirable. <laughs> the, my unrealistic, unrealistic trade that I would love to happen is for us to trade away all those assets to Houston for James Harden and bring him back. Bring bring back bring back the beard. Uh, he's better than Paul George. Will we win a championship and everything's all happy again? Book it. <laughs> Houston is a trade option, but, but not, there, not in that way. <laughs> but not in that way. Um, so we could retool, but it's unlikely. So our next, our first trade possibility, which is maybe the most likely, which is Heat. So we trade Russell to the Heat, and we get back Goran Dragic, which is their starting point guard. And he's kind of old, but he's on an expiring deal. Mm-hmm. Just as Winslow, who's on an expiring deal of his rookie contract. So he's about to get paid. He's good. He averaged like 10 points a game. He's a point forward, so he can play. He's kind of like Ben Simmons. Um, just not as not as good. He's still yeah. good, but he's not as good as Ben Simmons. But that same similar style. And then either Bam out of Bayou, which is their center, and he's kind of like Dwight Howard was with the Magic, but not as good. <laughs> um, he's not a 20-10 and 10 guy every night, but he's probably a 10-10 guy. Um, and if we got him, we'd obviously be moving Adams. And we yeah. still might be moving Adams anyway. But um, And then Tyler Hero, or Harrow, sorry, Tyler Harrow. So we'd either get Bam or Tyler. And the Thunder wanted Tyler Harrow. In the draft, yeah. that was one of the players they were targeting, but he went ten picks before yeah. ours. Yeah, so so obviously other 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 teams recognized his potential and picked him up. Um, I I don't like this trade <clears throat> just simply because we have the Heat's picks, and uh, I mean we'd be making them a lot better if we sent Russell over there. So that that really hurts those picks. And they'll but, be good, but I don't think they'll be. They won't be competing. No, and no, no. I don't think I don't think Jimmy Butler and, and Russell Westbrook. Those guys that I just listed off. <laughs> Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook oh. are, are going to be able to get along. You don't think so? No, not a chance. <laughs> so for getting assets back, that makes sense for the Thunder. The assets. The assets back. are are good. And getting Russell as close to a championship as we can. Yeah. So helps him. Um, because he's given so much, you know, he's given us 11 years for the team. Um, but <coughs> so yeah, that question is, if, would Jimmy Butler and Russell get along? Who's your one, number one option? Um, I would think Jimmy Butler just because Russell's more, can be more of a passer if he needs to be, but he'll yeah. still go out and get his 20 points. Yeah. Nobody's stopping Russell from getting. Yeah. Either he's getting a triple double or he's getting 20 points. Yeah. There's, those are the two options, even if he has to shoot 50 shots. <laughs> so the next trade um, that's plausible is for the T-Wolves. And so what we found online was T-Wolves would get Russell, obviously. Thunder would get Wiggins 
Andrew Wiggins, who is overpaid for him. Yeah. But he's still young. He's still 24. And so, not to mention, uh, someone, I think it was you last night, said he's like prime MJ in the Chesapeake. So yeah. I saw a tweet <laughs> of that. He's prime MJ when he comes to the Chesapeake Energy Arena. So it might be good. Or when he plays us, he's also really. <laughs> but I also had him on my fantasy team this year. He is, I mean, so I paid attention to his stat line. He's frustrating. Like, he had so much potential. He, I mean, these guys, they, they said he was the next LeBron James. The Canadian LeBron James. The Canadian yeah. LeBron, and, and he has not lived up to the hype whatsoever. So I don't know. I mean, I mean he still, still gets about still, 20 yeah, points. He's a good but... player. He's a good player. But So that's the first player. Then we get Jeff Teague, who's their starting point guard. Yeah. He's not he's not a bad player. No, he's decent. But he's not a championship player for the Wolves. Um, so that's why they would be getting rid of him, and he's an expiring deal. So that's a plus for the Thunder. And then maybe they'd have to give a young player like Josh Oki. What, what was it? Oki? Uh, I don't know how to say it. Uh, so Okiki, uh, that's what we'll go with. Um, he's from Nigeria. <laughs> and then maybe... So we could get him or another young player like Jarrett Culver, who was just their first-round pick. He was pick seven, I believe. Yeah. This last year, or this most recent draft. Um, it'd be tough to pull him away. But yeah, he's they're high on him, I guess. Yeah, he's, pretty, he's, he's good. But uh, if anyone can do it, it could be Presty. And then a first-round pick, maybe. So... There's a lot of ifs in this one. I like this trade better than the Heat trade. I I know I ragged on Wiggins a second ago, but if we can get Jarrett Culver and Wiggins in the same trade with a potential pick, I think it's worth it because you're taking this top seven pick who's got a lot of potential. Andrew Wiggins is a solid, um, I wouldn't call him just a role player, but he's a he's a good starting player, but he's not. Oh, he's not an all star. Yeah. He's not an all star by any means, but he's a solid player. And I mean, I think that's a good good way to start the rebuild without harming your other your other assets that you had gotten for the Paul George trade. So I I like this T Wolves trade a little bit better. Yeah, and Jeff Teague, like I said, would be gone in a year. Yeah, but because we don't want to hurt the development of Shea. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shea. Who's or Dennis Schroeder. Um, which could be moved also. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's gone. Uh, the one thing, the biggest thing on this though, is how much are we gonna work with Westbrook w- when it comes to this? Are we gonna are we gonna try to get Westbrook a situation where he's gonna win a championship, or are we gonna try to get us the best situation? Because I think we're gonna try to get him somewhere he can win a championship out of respect, and I mean I kind of think he deserves it, but. And if he we trade him the T Wolves, he's. I mean, I know they've got Cat, but I don't think they. <laughs> they're, they're not going to compete any either way. So, I think the complete opposite. The Thunder. I don't think they really they care about the fans, but I don't think they. They care in the sense that, they're gonna ultimately they're gonna do what's best for them. Yeah. For the team that's gonna make them win. Yeah. Which I guess if. That's the case, and they'll keep Russell, but they also want to maximize their future assets. So, so I, I, on a personal level, I think they should trade Russell to a contender, but then you don't get as much, which oh, yeah. would be an issue. Mm-mm. But I think Sam Presti will ultimately do what's just best for the team. Yeah, because that his job is to worry about the team, not worry about Russell Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook or where he's going to get traded to. If I mean, he gets traded. I agree, but I just I per, like I said personally I think he should. But. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that is what's gonna end up happening. I think that Do you think they'll do both? Or they'll I think they're gonna try to get Westbrook the best situation possible. And but with okay, so I'm gonna back up a little bit. If the opportunity presents itself and the team meets our requirements, then we trade them. If you know, the Lakers obviously can't meet our requirements. If he begs to go to the Lakers, we're not going to trade him just because he wants to go there. We got to get a decent return for his contract. And so it really just depends on what teams can offer us. But I don't think, I don't see us just 
screwing him over and sending him to the sending suns. him to the suns. Yeah. yeah, even though the suns wanted him not yeah. too long ago, but yep. Which looking back, maybe we should have done that trade. What, what was the trade again? What was it? It was just like Russell, and we'd get TJ Warren, <laughs> which who they just traded their pick, which was like number four, and I think a couple other players that weren't all that great. Yeah. Suns fans weren't too happy about the rumors. I mean, obviously, we're high on Russell, but a lot of the league isn't all Russell that great. has terrible PR right now, <laughs> and which sucks. Next question. <laughs> it really. <laughs> It really sucks though, because uh, it's like a a sort of confirmation bias when you watch Russell Westbrook play, because you hear about how bad of a shooter he is. He's a bad shooter, but then it's like every time he misses, that's amplified in your head. A lot of people didn't realize in in several games in the first round, um, Paul George shot worse than Russell Westbrook, and no one really paid no attention to that. Yeah. When it comes to just playing percentages. There's worse in the league, but I think and every player has a bad game. Every player has a bad game, so yeah. And I, but I also think it's the shot selection too that comes that really affects people. So he he'll hit quite a few shots, and then he'll take the most boneheaded pull up three pointer with 23 seconds on the shot clock still, and it just drives people insane. And it just makes I mean it just kind of like it's more polarizing for it is it it, it amplifies how. Uh, People see him, and and he's got a terrible reputation for being a chucker. And when you see those shots, that just reaffirms that opinion. So, yeah, I mean that's a good point. So the next trade that we saw plausible was Rockets. They said they're interested. Um, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> um. So we talked about getting James Harden, or Keaton said he wanted James Harden back. Um, Bring him back. Let make the Rockets rebuild instead. Run it back from 2012. Run guys. it back. Um, so they'd get Russell and maybe Adams if they could get a three-team trade, because obviously they have a similar contract to Russell's with Chris Paul, but he's older and I think it's more money. <laughs> he's older and he's worse by a lot. So I don't think they have the cap space or their team would even be any good if they had Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. That would not be all that great of a team just because they all be they all they all they play all the basketball the exactly yeah. the same. They're all ball dominant. So if they could do a three team trade they'd maybe get Russ Westbrook and Adams and then they'd give up Chris Paul. <laughs> I still think if they get Russell, they'd still have to give up Chris Paul. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe not initially in the three team in a three team trade, but uh, another trade for somebody road. else with another team. I hate this trade so much. Well, let me get into the players. Let me get into the players. Okay, okay. Uh, Thunder would get Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, and, and probably a first round pick. Just because Clint, I mean, Clint Capella is good, but he's he's, he's, he's twenty. He's a little younger than Adams, not by much. And Eric Gordon, an expiring deal, and a good serviceable guard. Yeah, yeah. So you said you didn't like it. Yeah, I hate this because who wants to go see Russ win a championship with Harden in Houston? No, like no Thunder fan wants to see that whatsoever. And then on the that's the emotional side on the on the statistical the, side or the logical, logical side, side. We're not getting future assets like Clint Capella and Stephen Adams practically cancel each other out. I mean, I. I'd be a little bit higher on Clint Capella, I guess, but he's just a little younger. He's not, yeah, he's not that much better. So I think all around this is a complete wash, and it would really so, suck to see if this trade were to happen. <coughs> we'd obviously have to trade either Clint Capella or Adams, yeah, because they're they're similar. They're too similar. Yeah, you couldn't play them side by side, and you couldn't play. You couldn't put one on the bench. They'd be upset. <coughs> Sorry, battling a little cold. Both of us have a cough. So the next trade would be the Pistons. So the Pistons right now have Reggie Jack. Their starting five is like Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, uh, or another guard. (coughs) Then they had, uh, who was at their three? I'm blanking on his name. I think last year they had Stanley Johnson. 
um, which he just signed with the Raptors. But they'd have a, a serviceable three. And then they have Blake Griffin, which is the big part. Then they have Andrew, or not Andrew, Andre Drummond. So, <laughs> if we traded them, Russell, their starting five would be Russell. Their main guys would be Russell, Blake Griffin, and Andre Drummond. Andre which That's a legit... That's a team for the three. East, yeah, for sure. Um, that, that would be a contender in the East, most likely. Especially this next year, because it's pretty open. Yep, completely. Because you have to beat the Nets, and they only have Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan. You want to beat uh, Sixers. Celtics. Sixers and Celtics. I think Celtics will be better this year. So, uh, they would definitely be a top four team. This <laughs> trade would probably help. <coughs> this team would help uh, Russell win a champ. Uh, most likely win a championship. He'd get out of the first round 100%. So, if that's all he cares about, then... So this would be a good trade in that aspect for Russell. But us getting back Reggie Jackson, who we traded away several years ago. Bad, He's bad locker room, especially for the Thunder. Yep. The fans would not like it. Nope. Tony Snell, who, let's see. So Reggie Jackson has an expiring deal. Tony Snell has, I think he's making $10 million. He's a 3 and D guy. So um, he has a player option. And then Luke Kennard. Or their most recent pick, and he is from not the United States. Hard name to pronounce. Uh, Siku, I believe his first name is. Siku Jomia. So we'd either get that guy or Luke Kennard, who Luke Kennard was their last year's pick, first round pick, and he's a three-point shooter. He reminds me of Kyle Korver a little bit, just really young. And then at first, most likely a first round pick. Yeah. Um, so... What are your thoughts on this one? I don't mind this. Uh, I don't mind this trade. I don't want Reggie Jackson. I'm sure if we traded for him, we'd flip him. Um, I, I want. I do like Luke Kennard, but if we're trading for the with the Pistons, I want some. Uh, I want some picks in the future. I want at least two or three. I don't know why we can't get even more. I mean, we just got seven with Paul George. So if if we can get picks then I want that. Yeah, I just said a first round pick, I'm sure. Yeah, obviously we might get several. Yeah, but. they have to make the money work. But in this case we have the I mean, we have all the leverage, so because we're the one making them a championship contender. But it, you want picks from Detroit. Who wants to play in Detroit after Russ gets old and Blake Griffin doesn't have much longer either. He's close to 28. That 29. team is going to be bad. That team is going to be terrible. I think how old is Mike Griffin? I, I thought he was even older than he that. Might, he's pretty close to 30, but he his main game is athleticism. Yeah. I mean, he has got And he's better. injury prone. He's 30. He's 30? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so he doesn't have very much longer. If you get some picks that are four years from now, three or four years from now, those are those are lottery picks almost almost guaranteed. With the Clippers, it's not really guaranteed because they're in a they're in LA. So and the league is sort of shifting over to the back towards the big market teams, but Detroit is a crappy city that people don't want to go to. So, sorry, Detroit. Fans. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> or offense. Even people no that offense. live in Detroit. People could say the same thing about Oklahoma City, but it's pretty nice here. Um, so that helps Russell. Russell would obviously go to a team that would contend in the East. I don't know if they could necessarily beat a lot of the top tier West teams, but they would definitely get out of the first round, maybe even second round. Um, which would be farther than we've gotten in the last three or four years. So, yeah. yeah I, in that sense, it's good. We don't necessarily get all that many assets back. Um, a couple picks, but that picks aren't as good as young players. No, young proven but players. But. I think I was having this argument with someone the other day. The picks aren't as good as young proven players, but I want to take all the chances we possibly. So this team isn't going to become a contender again unless we get superstars like we did originally. And I, I don't see any young potential superstars right now. I mean, in, in, in these trades. In these trades. Okay. In these trades. Um, and I think you got to get as many. you got to load up on picks. you got to get your picks, the Clippers picks, and some other teams' picks. You've got three picks that potentially, I mean, could be high in the future. That's that gives Or you even a- trade up. You say, oh, 
we want maybe oh yeah we want that number we one want, pick we'll trade you say it was zion we want zion we'll give you five picks yeah we want <laughs> or we, whatever yeah exactly so that gives you the best chance of getting a superstar and i that's that's how i would rebuild if i was coming at it again because we got to get we're not going to attract superstars to Oklahoma city i i think we have to get it through the draft and outside of outside of um the nuggets I don't see any teams that have that have built from a draft without legitimate superstars. I mean, the Nuggets have all stars, but I don't see them. They don't have a legit like household name, really. Jokic, Jokic is, Jokic is, is making his way. He's making his border. way up there, but they they they've made it work. I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't think I can think of any other times where it's happened, but. I really just want to go for a superstar again. That's What's, the problem with being a small market team. Is yeah, you can't really attract anybody. You got to basically build through the draft. You get a superstar. They're friends with somebody, and they bring them in, or you trade. Yeah, I mean that's really the only way. Yep. And now uh, the league is just completely shifting. That- yeah, because the Pistons. I mean, not the Pistons. Pelicans, which is a not a small market team, a smaller market. Actually, actually, surprisingly, the the Pelicans are the smallest market in the in the NBA. Really? Yeah. I, the hurricane kind of took oh, out New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. So you have smaller market teams like New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Milwaukee, the the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. The Suns maybe are kind of a smaller. Uh, market. The Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Timberwolves. So most of these teams are going to have to. They're not. I mean, obviously, we all know the the cities, but they're not going to attract players like L.A. and New York. I mean, even though we saw how New York did, or the Knicks, which blows my mind. So, so the reason the reason that players want to play in big markets is because they can make more money. They have more uh, commercial opportunities. There's more brands. more signing deals, which doesn't make any sense. Which makes sense twenty years ago, but we live in the internet times. That's even Any, one of the reasons why Russell has said he said that. He's yeah, yeah. It. We live in the internet times. Anyone can get a deal anywhere. It's it doesn't matter if you live in LA or not. So to me, it's there's an attraction. I mean, LA is a cool city. I I've been there a few times. It's it's a lot of fun. But to me, the attraction is the the nightlife scene. That's that's kind of how I see 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 how these guys or why these guys like going there or. Just the idea. There's like this idea of oh, L.A. That's where all the stars are. I just want to be. It's next to Hollywood. Be with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I don't think it's just so they can get deals anymore. It's just that it's a L.A. has the best brand. It's just the, it's just the ego of the city. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if ego's the right word. Brand. The brand of the, the city. The brand of the city is what pulls everybody in. Yep. And I mean, I don't blame them for L.A. I'm, I don't oh. personally like. I mean, I've visited several times, but. It's not somewhere I would want to live. No, but I'm not from there. So like Kawhi and Paul George, they're not from LA. They're a, a suburb of LA. But yeah, them wanting to go home, I see that attraction for that, but not necessarily anyone else. I mean, like I said, I mean if that's home, that's that makes sense. But for an, a random player, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, it, it, um, at least in my opinion. And I don't think it's going to change though. If it- I think the league's just going to keep going. It, it's completely shifted. None of the none of the small market teams now they're super none of their superstars are safe anymore. Giannis just, could Giannis could ask for a trade right now and for some reason uh Milwaukee Milwaukee would just have to do it. <laughs> and, yeah, there's just this this sense of NBA all every team wants a future. Unless you're winning right now, you have to have a future. And so, say Giannis de- demanded a trade from his team. The team doesn't want him to be a cancer in the locker room. Yeah. Hate the city. And then they also don't want to lose him for nothing. <coughs> yeah, exactly. If that makes sense. So, that's like, it's that aspect of, well, we need, we got to trade him because we got to get something for him. And... There's that kind Everyone's, of it goes back to that James Harden trade with Presty almost in my mind because he didn't demand a trade but he wouldn't sign 
for eight million dollars less or nine million dollars less. It was like five million, I think. Okay, so he wouldn't sign for however much money it was five million less than max. And (coughs) Presti's mind is, well, I don't want he'll leave next year in free agency because he didn't sign the extension. So let's get something back for nothing. Yeah. So he got something back. Everybody trashes him for it, but the next free agent to leave was Durant. We got nothing back for him. So it's that either you take the chance of him leaving for nothing or you just trade him. And I think now teams saw Kevin Durant leave, leaving us in shambles, and now everyone is panicking. It's, it's Oh, you want to trade? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, what? We got a great haul for Paul George. We got a great haul for Paul George. Sam Presti did an amazing job. Yeah. But, dude, if they don't offer that much, what? why would we want to make this deal? Like, what? what is telling us, okay, let's go make another team better, and a team that's competing with us and by trading our player, making us worse? It just makes no sense to me. Why, why do we have – why do – executives have to listen to what the players want. They signed a contract. We could take the t- they could take time and maybe try to talk them out of it, make uh convince them, convince them to stay, just maybe like make a trade to bring somebody in. Exactly. And and I, it- I see your point, but I think another thing that scared executives was Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis not playing, not playing, sitting out. I think the league said that he had to play. Mm-hmm. I think they eventually came out and said that he had to play, but that doesn't mean he's going to play good. I mean, yeah. Um, but I also think that Anthony Davis was in a very sour spot. Yeah, I, they didn't. A lot more sour than than Paul George. Paul George was in a great place. He had a good friend in Russell Westbrook. They seemed to get along really well. He was an MVP candidate. Did he finish third? Yeah, third in MVP voting. He, I mean, the season was ruined by his shoulder injuries. I don't. I don't think. His mind is like seeing that. It's like, it's just the immediate. Oh my gosh, L.A. Oh my gosh, Kawhi. He just won a championship. Oh, okay, I need out of here. And then, within just a few hours or a couple days of him asking for a trade, he's gone. It it just blows my mind that. I think it just scared. I think just they're just scared to lose for nothing, even though he's under contract for two years, two two more years. years. Like. Like run it back this year and then go join them next year. We'll trade them next year. Uh, I'm I'm complaining too much because the trade we got was great, but in the scenario that it wasn't as good as, uh, let's say Russell Westbrook demands a trade, and we don't get near as high value for Russell Westbrook as the Paul George trade because it's going to be hard to match. Why do we have to trade him now? There's no reason. He's still I mean, under contract. If we're not going to trade Russell, we shouldn't have traded Paul George. Yeah, because no. then then we're going to be rebuilding with <laughs> Russell, who will put us like you said, the tenth seed. Because we traded Paul George, we almost have to trade Russell. Yeah, you know, I I'm not saying we. Oh, so you're saying without a, in Paul a hypothetical trade. situation? Okay, say we still had Paul George. Yeah, and Russell demanded a trade. Yeah, or say like Giannis. A team that easily could have been in the um, the Similar championship the championship yeah. last year demands a trade. Why do why do why does the executive have to listen to that? I don't think he has to, and he could also trade him to a poor team, a or not a poor team, but a a not great team like the Suns or the Grizzlies. See, that's how that's what I want to start happening. So. To trade him Stop to a bad trade. team. Why did why did they trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers? Like, I mean, they got a great deal. They could have just traded him off to freaking Minnesota and screwed him over completely. That's what needs to start happening to end this end this demand ridiculousness. Yeah, you can't just demand a trade to whatever team you want unless they have pieces to offer back. So the Paul George trade and Anthony Davis trade are kind of exceptions to that rule because, because they, they had, had the asa- assets to trade us back or trade them back but it, i i just see that i see that the future of the nba is going to become superstars drafted in small markets demanding a trade to go play in new york or new jersey or i guess brooklyn um uh and la or golden state <laughs> and that's just going to ruin the nba so they need to 
someone needs to get traded to a tiny, a small market crappy team and end this madness well, before it starts. So even the initial Paul George trade, he wanted, he demanded to go to L.A. Yeah. And L.A. was like, why would we do that? He's on an expiring deal. He's going to come here anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they made the mistake of not doing, not trading for him and waiting. And Pacers traded him to Oklahoma City. And, I mean, I guess he eventually went to L.A., but he didn't go to the Lakers. So he said he wanted to play for the Lakers. They waited. They didn't get him. He went to Oklahoma City, liked it, stayed. And they still don't have him because he went to the Clippers. Yeah. So it kind of happened. But it didn't no, yeah, because they yeah, have two teams there. They have an advantage of having two, <laughs> two. They have two opportunities to go back to LA. It's. I mean, it just is ridiculous. This. I think. I think there's a good chance we're entering a, an era where the big markets are just going to be completely dominant over the small markets. I mean, I guess that's an option. I think that's, the option. that's a path of the the way that NBA can go. Uh, unfortunately. It's going to be fun this year outside of being a Thunder fan. The league is decently balanced. It's Anyone has a shot, any, in the, yeah. especially in the West. Um, yeah. So the East still seems open to me because I there's not – KD's mean, not playing. KD's so. not playing, and there's not a ton of superstars over there. I mean, Kyrie. I think Giannis is Kyrie, yeah, coming Ky- out Giannis of and Kyrie are the only two superstars over there. I don't and, think Kyrie's a superstar anymore. Um. So okay, maybe not a superstar, but He's, I mean yeah, those are best, the best, best player in the East right now. In the East, so and John Wall's hurt, so I mean there's still Bradley Beal, but the Wizards are going to be terrible. Um, so let's get through the next. Wait, I, I've got two more trades to go over, oh. and your thoughts on them, Keaton. <laughs> so the Magic, there's two potential trades with the Magic that I that I see and that I found online. The first one would get the best player out of. Out of all these teams, the best play, getting the best player back, which would be Aaron Gordon. He's young. Um, yeah, Keaton, if you look up his age, he's young. He's proven to be an all-star. 23 years he's old. He's 23. Oh, man. So he's still young, <laughs> but he would he would obviously be the best player we could get out of any of these trades. We'd send Russell to the Magic, who would def- – they made the playoffs last year. I think they were the eighth seed. But they would still, <laughs> they still wouldn't be amazing. They would, they would, they would probably move up in the ranking, but they wouldn't be contenders. Um, we get Aaron Gordon, Marco Fultz, who is a project, um, with his horrible shot, <laughs> and then DJ Augustine, and then I'm sure several picks. Which DJ Augustine is a decent backup point guard, who, yeah, I think is on an expiring deal. So, um. And then the next one would be Evan Fournier, Mo Bamba, who was their last year first-round pick, which was a dumb pick by them because they have a, they have an all-star starting center already. Um, they just drafted best available. but And then some future picks. So out of these two, Keaton, which would you like if, say, this trade was to happen or we were to trade with the Magic? I, I don't know if this trade is, uh, I guess, the salaries – a line or what, but I want Aaron Gordon and I want They're Markel close. Fultz. And then I want to drop DJ Augustine and get future picks from the magic. I think, I think the Augustine would probably be just a, uh, a he's probably contract thing. Yeah. He's probably matching the salary or, or close but, to it, close to it. Yeah. But no, I think Aaron Gordon's pretty legit he's a, he's a solid player he could be an all-star in the future i think he's not maybe not an all-star but he's very close yeah yeah he plays he's a tweener between small forward and power forward but he's more of a power forward more super athletic guy Mm -hmm. another one that dunk or he got second the dunk yeah sam Presti's. i think he won one before though maybe he did yeah maybe he won it one and then got second the next year he was definitely a a dunk contest finalist i guess is the right word um (laughs) but Okay, so then Markel Fultz, the the meme of the NBA. I feel bad. I feel so bad for this guy. He's he's obviously in his own head because he could. He used to be able to shoot so well in college. He shot decent. Yeah, his shot um, was ugly, and they tried to change it, and now it's in his head that. Yeah, if he doesn't, if he's just a head case, I think he could be legit. 
Like he, I mean, he was the number one overall pick. This guy, this guy had incredible potential. If it's not just in his head, I don't think they've ever confirmed if there's like some nerve issues in his shoulder or what. But if if that's the case, then I don't want him. But if it's just a head case, then yeah, bring him on. Like, let's we'll high high risk, high reward. Probably won't pan out, but let's work with that dude and and try to get him some. I mean, confidence. we've helped Ferguson shot. Yeah, we haven't helped. Andre Robertson's, but he's... I mean, the potential's there in a shot. He's done it before. It's just... Well, with Robertson, it's in his head, too, but... I mean, we haven't seen him play in two years, so yeah. he could be different now. Um, So you'd like the Aaron Gordon one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind getting Mo Bamba, especially if we're going to move... Adams. Adams. Um. I just don't want to hear the song all the time. <laughs> Siri, play Mo Bamba. <laughs> um, and then, so, I mean, it's not a horrible trade, either of those two. Evan Fournier, he's a serviceable shooting guard. But that's not necessarily what we need. We either need, bad, we either need assets, young players, or picks. Or expiring deals is yep. pretty much the way I see it. So, neither of these two are fantastic. I mean, like I said, I like the Obama one a little bit better, but... Uh, uh, just I because he's a, less of project than Marco Fulton. I see a tweet. Oh, you see a tweet? Okay. So, this guy says... Um, he has a source in Oklahoma. I mean, who knows, who knows what the heck uh, source it is, and this guy's not a... Super legit reporter. He's just a thunder, thunder account that said trading Russ is an, is a last resort for the Thunder, and they're looking for deals for Adams to keep the team competitive, but they don't want a complete rebuild yet. If they can't build the team around Russ, then they trade him. Is how he's saying it. Okay. So, so I mean, a lot of these. I guess if that's completely true, a lot of these trades probably wouldn't happen. Um, the la- <laughs> we'll go over this last one with the Mavs. So Mavs would send Oklahoma City Tim Hardaway Jr., who shoots a lot of threes, shoots a lot, not necessarily super effective, um, athletic. Courtney Lee, who's a three and D, uh, one of the original, I say original, one of the three and D guys. Um, he makes a lot of usually makes a lot of money. He got paid a ton by the Knicks a couple of years ago. He made like fifteen million a year. Um. And he's not even as good as Danny Green, who makes 15 now. Jalen Brunson, who is, a, I believe, a young player, um, drafted semi-recently, maybe last year. And then this, the website said, I think it was CBS. Um, no, maybe it was NJ.com. Or, uh, one of the websites said a 2023 first-round pick protected top 10, and then a 2025 pick. So... Not great. Not a great trade, but you get something back. <coughs> you get a couple of picks. Um, what do you think? I think it's okay. It's uh, it's not my favorite trade. I, I wouldn't do this personally, but if you can get the late picks, and I don't know much about Jalen Brunson. He, he's 22 years old, and he last year was his rookie year. Okay, so. so, yeah, so he'll be a sophomore. Yeah, so he's someone we could develop. I don't know how good he is and whatever, but it's not my favorite trade. It would make it would make the Mavs legit though. Well, yeah, they would definitely be <laughs> they would <laughs> They would definitely be probably it depends on Persingas, but they'd be a top. Yeah. They'd definitely a hundred percent make the playoffs if they stayed healthy. And um they'd probably be a top five team. They yep. would probably replace the Thunder in the in the power rankings or in yeah. the uh seeding. So out of all these trades, which one's your favorite to help Russell? To help Russell, um, to win a championship, probably the Mavs. If Chris Stapps is Chris Stapps, okay. Um, if he's not, then I think the uh, Pistons probably. The Pistons probably. Yep. I don't think anyone else really competes with Russ. I really a lot of people are high on the Heat, but I mean Paul or Jimmy Butler is a to me, is a poor man's Paul George. Or, not a poor man, but like a middle-class man's Paul George. <laughs> and I, I just, 
I I don't think that they're any better than the Thunder were this year. In fact, I think they're quite a bit worse. So, yeah, I'd have to say the Pistons have the best chance of besides the, the Mavs. So if they went to the East, the Pistons and the West, Mavs. Yep. yep. Um, I I'd say Pistons would definitely be the best one for Russell. Um, obviously we're not getting a ton back. Um, the other one would, I mean, my next one would probably be T Wolves. Yeah. Um, that helps both of us. That that's a not a great trade, but it helps both of us yeah. for Russell's contract of forty million a year. Yeah, honestly, I think I think Russell Westbrook doesn't get traded this summer. I think he gets traded before the All Star break, right before there's going to be a team that is on the cusp of competing, but is not quite there. I mean, kind of like a Thunder this last year was, I guess. And they're going to be desperate. They, they're going to want to win. So they'll trade the house for Russell Westbrook and hopefully make them a competitor and hopefully get us a, a works good, out for both teams. Yeah, so. it works out for both teams. I'd love to get equal or close to equal value that we got for Paul George. That would be <laughs> that would be insane. But uh, I I think I think he's worth it. I think Russell can put up the stats he's put in 2016 again. Maybe. I think he Maybe. can. I think people are are down on him because this last year he yeah. didn't do as well. He didn't shoot well. But I think is one of the reasons why is because he was taking a backseat to Paul George. He was, and he was also had twins midseason, yeah. so I'm sure that really affects your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I've seen I saw rumors about a Bucks trade. Um I think that's just speculation. That wouldn't be all that great for the Thunder. Um, but it would definitely help them a lot <laughs> if they yeah. could do that. Yeah, they, they um, would. Which they just signed Giannis's brother, <coughs> older brother, to a two-year contract. Kind of funny. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I haven't really looked into an Adams trade for assets instead of a superstar. So if we were to trade Adams, I'm not for sure what all we could get back. I guess Bradley Beal's the best option when it comes to to getting Steven a Adams. superstar. Yeah. yeah. Um. We could trade for Clint Capella. No. Um. With Steven Adams, I'm just listing things. Um. Clint Capella's not as good as Steven Adams, but he's close, and he's also cheaper. Yeah. That's not, that's my thought process behind that. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know of too many. There's no one standout centers that. Well, New Orleans will take Adam's spot. Let me before we wrap this up. Let me look up top fifteen. Um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, well, I can't even think of small forwards that would. Uh, um, small forwards. I'm trying to think of ones that are that are good that would be on the market. Demar. Yeah, there's Demar. We could trade. I mean, that wouldn't be a horrible mm. trade. No, I I wouldn't mind it actually. Spurs. Yeah, getting Demar for uh, not, almost said <laughs> Sergi Baca, Stephen Adams. I don't know why they would do that though. That w- I don't think that makes sense on their part really. Um. It helps. So then LaMarcus would play more of the four. Because he plays kind of center. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, get DeJounte Murray. But he's he's a point guard, so we don't need that. Um, It's just not. There's not a lot of options. I mean, right so now, DeMar so. or Bradley Bill would probably be the, <laughs> our best bets. I didn't really think about Demar's not. I don't think he's on the block, but I don't think the Spurs would mind moving him. I don't even know if necessarily they need another uh, All Star. Maybe they just need to get someone. Maybe they need to get like two or three shooters that can knock. Then we got Gallinari. Go get two more and just run it back. See how it. See if how we it did looks. That, I, I could see us making the playoffs, but yeah, maybe we're not. A, we're not competing anytime soon. But yeah. Do you have any hot takes you want to talk about? Or do you have any last words? Uh, I guess. 
not last words like I'm going to kill you, but last words as in before we end the episode. Hot take. James Harden comes back to Oklahoma City. We trade. We trade Stephen Adams and all those seven picks. We trade all those picks and Stephen Adams for James Harden. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> I wouldn't hate that, but unlikely. <laughs> um, I guess we'll wrap it up. All right. Um, thanks for watching. Don't forget to check us out on our socials at Slumpy Technical on Twitter and Facebook, and also like and subscribe on YouTube. And shout us out on Spotify. So thanks for stopping in. This has been Simply Technical.